It's an interesting time of year, isn't it? I mean, Christmas is so joyous. There's such a build-up to Christmas, and we get to Christmas Day, and by the day after Christmas, there's already toys that have been forgotten about. There's already things that are maybe still sitting in a bag or got pushed under a bed, and, you know, you have to be reminded sometimes of the gifts or maybe even forgot where they came from. I had socks this morning that were like that. I couldn't remember if they were given to me or my sons or who they were given to. It was just, there's so many wonderful blessings, yet it comes so quickly and it seems to go so quickly. So it's nice when we come in here. We see the Christmas trees still lit up. See the poinsettia still out. We see these bright, vivid colors of joy. And it's wonderful to hear the Christmas songs continue. It's wonderful to hear these hymns flowing and joy being sung about again as we continue to focus on Christ, right? Because sometimes we just forget a little too quick after Christmas. Sometimes we forget about what to sing after Christmas. I love as we walk through our text today, you know, The angels had sung, the shepherds knew, right? Jesus and Mary and Joseph have been in Bethlehem for a little over a month at this point. And so they come to the temple to fulfill what was in the law. Mary and Joseph take their six-week-old son up to the temple to offer a sacrifice to redeem him from what we heard in the Exodus reading, right? And also in Luke's reading. And it's also kind of wonderful to see what was brought for that redemption. There was a a sacrifice that needed to be made for that redemption, a a sacrifice to bring that boy back from the temple. See, because each firstborn was born to uh, give in service to the Lord. And if they weren't going to go into the church to give service to the Lord, the sacrifice had to be made so that they could be bought back, so they could be redeemed. Same thing with the animals, right? The animal itself, though, would either be sacrificed as the Lord's or it would be redeemed and bought back for service, okay? So Mary and Joseph take Jesus up there and they take their sacrifice of two turtle doves, okay? Two little birds. Now, if you had read further in Exodus, that's actually one of the meager sacrifices. See, a, a good sacrifice would have been a sheep or an oxen or some bigger animal. For those that could afford it, for those that were wealthy enough, for those that were well off enough, it was something big. For Mary and Joseph, it was what they had. It was something small. It was just the turtle doves there. The song, though, right? I mean, as Mary and Joseph get there and they're going up to just fulfill what needed to be done, And the Holy Spirit comes to Simeon. Comes to Simeon as Simeon is walking around the temple. See, the Holy Spirit had promised, Simeon, you're going to see the day of the Lord. You're going to see that day. Now, think of what was going on in Simeon's mind at that point. What was that Lord going to look like? Is he going to be a a priest? Is he going to be this fine priest that had come from some lineage and, and there that could pray like no other and there to bring God's people all together into the temple around God himself when he, he 
promises to be in the Holy of Holies, to be this voice of the people before God. Maybe a warrior. Maybe a warrior who was going to come in and set things right politically, one that would kick out the Romans, that would make Israel stand strong once again and be there to unify everybody around one word with no other influences around and they would again be the highlight of the nations. If not a warrior, maybe a political leader, one that could talk his way through. Talk his way through and lead in a way to where he was a gentle, good, and gracious leader that would bring everybody together once again and they would lead as God's people by God's word. Just imagine what Simeon was expecting to see. Who was it that was going to come into the temple? Who was it that the Holy Spirit was going to point him to? Who was it that the Holy Spirit would kind of tug his ear and push his shoulder and say, that's the one right there, that one. Imagine his surprise when Mary and Joseph walk in and they're carrying a baby and some turtle doves. And Simeon says, bring him here. Bring that boy over here. That one. That one. Oh, this is it. This is the salvation. This is God's redemption of his people. God's salvation right here. Here he is. Look. He lifts him up and just sings. Oh, Lord, now you can dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation right here in this six-week-old baby. A light to lighten the Gentiles. The glory of your people Israel. Here he is. Now remember, Simeon's not a priest. He's not the one there to receive the sacrifices. He's not the one there to carry out the law. He's there to sing. He's there to sing the joy of God's salvation in Jesus. So Mary and Joseph just kind of take it in for a second, and then they go and do what they got to go do with the priests at the temple that are there for the sacrifices to redeem him back. And then walking away from the temple, carrying this little boy, what was Simeon singing about? What was he talking about? What is this going to look like now that Christmas is done? What, what is each day going to look like? What is normal going to look like at this point as we raise this child? A light to lighten the Gentiles? A glory to the people of Israel? We know he's the Lord. We know he's the Son of God. But what is this going to look like each day? Are we going to train him up as a carpenter? Are we going to let him do something else? But the joy that's there that day is a beautiful joy. Simeon sings about it. Anna runs around and talks about it. It's a gorgeous, wonderful morning to celebrate things that have been waited for, realized. Simeon waiting for however long he had waited since the time the Holy Spirit told him that he would see the Lord, realized he got to see him. Just imagine. And so, Mary there for purification and them there to redeem Jesus. It's kind of interesting when you jump ahead. 
Jump ahead to Easter. A different purification. A different redemption. A different sacrifice. Because it's a day that Jesus is lifted up once again. It's not as joyous. It's a lot heavier, right? As Mary stands before her son, not six months old anymore, or excuse me, not six weeks old anymore, but 30 some odd years old, hanging on a cross looking down at her. She weeps instead of sings. Jesus points out John to take care of her, and they stand there and wait. A different sacrifice. A different redemption. It's a beautiful moment, but hard to look at. And so as Jesus hangs there on that cross, thinking back to those days of being six weeks old and someone singing about him, you can only imagine as well in his mind the singing that's going to happen three days later. See, because as Jesus hung to take our sins from us, to take death from us. He had a gift to give. And it took a little longer, just three days, and he would come and give life, right? He'd come and give you life. He would come and give you redemption because he was not just the one to be sacrificed for us, but he was the sacrifice of redemption and salvation and the glory of Israel and the light to the Gentiles and the salvation of the world redeemed back for God. So the joy that Simeon had in just seeing the Lord is even more joyous when we look back on what Christ has done for us and the forgiveness that he hands over to us and the love that he shares through his body and blood to stand once again and say, you're mine. I have redeemed you. And so what's that look like now? Well, we, we sing. We sing for joy each Sunday. We sing for joy when we hear the laughter of a little child. We sing for joy when we see the smile on our family members' faces. We sing for joy even in the harder times because we know that Christ has already walked through them. We know that life is already there, that life is already present, that life is handed back over to us. So we sing for joy because death is taken away. We sing for joy like Simeon did because of what Christ has done. And in this time, we get to walk around and tell people, like Anna. We get to tell people about it. We get to point to it. We get to say, that right there, that happened on Christmas? Oh, it's going to get even better at Easter. And so it's a fun morning. It's a beautiful time as we continue on through Christmas, looking forward to the even better things that God has for us as the days go on. And remember that you are loved in him, in this little baby that was redeemed with two pigeon doves. You've been redeemed by his body and blood. Amen. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for the redemption that you hand over to us as a free gift. Thank you for the sacrifice of your son as hard as that is to look at. 
the joy that it brings knowing that you have made things right between your creation and yourself, that you have redeemed it, that you have claimed it, that you hold on to it, and that you fill us with joy. Be with us this day. Lighten our hearts to be able to sing your praises and to tell of your joy to all those who we see. In your son Jesus' name, amen.